Episode 46, Mira Reisberg's Courses on Writing and Illustrating Children's Books. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course, and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It's a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the Online Course Guy. Jack Hopkins. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Jack Hopkins here, and welcome to another edition of the Online Course Guy podcast. I've got another interview coming at you today with Dr. Mira Reisberg, who is an expert at illustrating and writing children's books, and she has a whole array, a whole library of courses on this, and she. She a lot of times she will collaborate with other people. You can go to her website and see that a lot of her courses are her and somebody else. And she's got courses on illustrating. She's got courses on just writing children's books. And then there's all kind of niche topics down from there. What's But what's cool is that she's created a whole academy website where she's got this whole library of courses and she doesn't just have one course. And before we get into the full interview, let me go ahead and play for you my favorite thing from this episode. That was really helpful in terms of people getting to know about me and what I do was having that YouTube channel. All right. So you've heard me talk about YouTube almost too many times to mention on this podcast. I can't stress enough that if you want to get into the online course game or you have an online course, you should have a flourishing YouTube channel. That is the best way. That's like the best top of the funnel for your online course. Now, you may not be getting a lot of traffic from YouTube, but the quality of the traffic is typically amazing. And to give you another example, I was reading some information from a guy named Brian Dean recently who who teaches people how to be successful with SEO, search engine optimization at backlinko.com. And he was saying how amazing it was. He, he just did a, a relaunch of his SEO course and how amazing it was the feedback he got from new enrollees about how the main reason they ended up enrolling was because of their YouTube channel. So he was putting out tons of quality videos on YouTube, like on a weekly basis. And people would say the number one reason they signed up for his course was not necessarily the way he did his pre-launch content or his sales video or his testimonials. It was just that he had built up so much trust with people through his YouTube videos that they knew they wanted to learn more from him. So please, please, please don't forget about YouTube. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor for today, and that is, of course, Bonjoro, bonjoro bonjoro.com. You can get a free 14-day trial of Bonjoro by going to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's bonjoro.com slash J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. I use Bonjoro every single day to send little thank you videos to the people that signed up for my course the day before. They make it super easy to do this, and you should absolutely be doing it as well. Try it out free for 14 days at bonjoro.com slash Jacques. And without further ado, let's get on to the interview with Dr. Mira Reisberg. All right, on the show today, we have the picture book whisperer, Dr. Mira Reisberg. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jacques. I'm happy to be here. So how did your online courses come to be? Oh, goodness. Um, Well, I've done a lot of traditional teaching and I used to be a university professor and I really didn't like it. I didn't like the 
grading. I didn't like the desperation for getting an A. I didn't like the systems of surveillance and rubrics. And I wanted to teach in a really much more authentic and um, loving way. And that doesn't go with being a university professor. <laughs> so I left and um, I decided to start my own school where I could teach exactly the way I wanted. I had taught a lot of both uh, how to write and illustrate children's books courses. I have uh, illustrated and written books and been published and worked as an art director and editor also a children's book agent, and I, uh, I wanted to teach in a really authentic and loving way where I would create communities of people where we all learned and taught each other and had a fantastic, fantastic time together. And I was originally the picture book, the picture book, sorry, I was originally the picture book academy, and then I got much broader than that and I became the children's book academy. So when you say you left the traditional, uh, I guess, college experience to start a school, you're talking about online or did you start a physical school? No, I started the Children's Book Academy. I started it in 2012 when it was the Picture Book Academy. And I had a very vertical learning curve. Um, I had to just learn so much technology. I was a one-woman show. Um, I am still mostly a one-woman show, but I have two great um, part-time assistants, one who's virtual and one who's here, and they're both very, very wonderful. And I also have assistants that help in the course, and I've recently asked my students because, you know, our courses are quite the love fest. We have a phenomenal success rate of students getting published. I'm a workaholic, as most people who do this are. And um, I work crazy hard for my students. And a lot of them have been published and won awards and done really well. And the courses are just a very beautiful thing. And we tend to love each other. It tends to be a really sort of intense road trip that we all go on together. And so I recently asked a, asked a course if they would join my street team, if they would become my street team. And so they're helping out, which is just wonderful. So what does that mean? Can you explain that? What does it mean that they're your street team? Well, one of the things I really, really hate about what I do is getting the word out about courses. It's the... Um, I am really great at nurturing, creative problem solving, helping people, um, bringing in amazing resources, and I hate the selling part. And so they're helping with me with that. So that's really, I just feel loved and nurtured in a way that's just very, very special. Yeah, very cool. So you've been doing this for several years now, and you said you started the Children's Book Academy, childrensbookacademy.com, or what, it, what that is today. I guess it was Picture Book Academy. How did you go about creating that and turning it into what it is today with, it sounds like, very little tech experience? And very little money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did um, learn, you know, I'm both a writer and an illustrator, and I 
learnt, uh, I started playing with computers in 1985, and that gives you a sense of how old I am. Um, and I decided to see it as a really sophisticated etch-a-sketch rather than as a math problem. So I looked at it as a creative tool and that gave me the freedom to play. And so I'm not that intimidated by technology. Um, I'll just dive in and try and learn. Uh, I use, I have been using Weebly, which is just ridiculously easy to use. It's just a great, um, well, web building technology. But I'm switching to Teachable and I'm finding that a lot, lot harder. I'm not finding that anywhere near as intuitive or as easy or as instantly gratifying. But I can do more things that will be helpful for my students and for me. So rather than getting up early every morning to <laughs> turn on the day's lesson, I'll be able to automatically set that up in Teachable. So... Wow. Yeah. I was going to ask what the motivation is. If, if it's that much harder, I don't have a lot of experience with either Weebly or Teachable. So you're saying that there's a lot of manual things you have to do now well, in Weebly that you won't in Teachable? Well, mainly just turning on the courses. Um, there's, I, I've used so much sort of custom HTML. Some things are a little buggy in Weebly. Uh, you're much more limited in what you can do in Teachable in terms of, you know, um, aesthetic stuff. My courses tend to be really beautiful and that's very important to me. But I, um, I'm finding limitations in Teachable and maybe they won't be there once I know it more. I mean, I've been working with Weebly now for... We're in 2018, so for six years, but it's a really long six years, trust me. <laughs> um, and I've had to learn, oh, my God, you know, Infusionsoft, that's what I use for um, my sales and also for sending out newsletters, YouTube, because I make videos where I talk about children's children's books and what makes them work and so I've got a YouTube channel it's currently under my name Mira Reisberg um, that's and uh, I should have set it up under Children's Book Academy and I'm in the process of doing that slowly but surely and um, that was really helpful in terms of people getting to know about me and what I do was having that YouTube channel um blogging we have a group blog over at the children's book academy childrensbookacademy.com and it's called the blogfish and it's it used to be just me and then it was me and someone else and now it's me just once a month and uh a bunch of fabulous former students who are now published also blog there so it sounds like you're in a lot of places and you've had to learn a lot of different things through the years. You've got these assistants now. What, what do they help you with? Well, um, let's see. My assistant who's here, the lovely Becky, uh, what she's doing is one of the things I do is I bring in um, agents and editors and art directors 
to work directly with my students and also to look at their works, uh, their work in um, hopes of publication. And I've recently started using Canva, which is pretty cool, really uh, easy to learn uh, fast graphics. I, you know, I've had to learn Photoshop, InDesign, Adobe Illustrator, all of those programs. Um, and I'm just grateful that I've got a very adventurous spirit because I think to do what we do, you have to. You know, you just reached out to me. I said yes. You know, you were brave reaching out to me. I was brave saying yes. You know, it's kind of the, the nature of the game. And so what Becky's doing is I make everyone that helps us in the um, publishing world, I make them a small painting. And now that I'm using Canva, I want to use some of the elements from the paintings, but they've got backgrounds. So Becky's going in and getting rid of those backgrounds so that we can import them into Canva and use them in our graphics. Okay, great. So one thing that struck me looking at your website, childrensbookacademy.com, is it's not like you go there and it's just like, okay, here's there's one course and you sign up for this one course. You have a lot of courses that you offer. So how, how many courses and why so many? Oh, I, I don't even want to go there <laughs> with the why so. I am just, you know, as I mentioned, I am a workaholic. Um, and I'm also just this crazy, wild, creative person that loves helping others. And they just all seem to be things that would be helpful. So bit by bit, I've been building things. At the moment, I'm working on a full-blown humour course, writing humour for kids. And that came about because I made a little what we call a work which is a, a nerdy word that I made up. Um, and it's a cross between a workshop and a webinar where I um, did a webinar with this beautiful editor, Amy Fitzgerald from Learner Publishing Group, on uh, writing humour for kids. And it was so fun and so inspiring. I decided to make a whole course out of it. And we're actually giving away the work in as a present. If anyone wants it, maybe I can give you the link to that and you can share it with your fabulous people. And they can get a sense of how to make their very own work in <laughs> And so it's got the webinar part, the recording. And then I've also made some worksheets for people to create their own um, you know, use humor in their own stories. So it sounds like every time you get an idea for kind of a topic that you know will help people, you're like, okay, time to make a new online course for it. That's kind of it, which is a little crazy. Um, I'm also finishing up a graphic novel course. And we've got, you know, we've got picture book writing courses, chapter book writing courses, middle grade writing courses, because there's all these genres for different age levels in children's books. The only one we don't have is young adult, and I'm not going to do that because um, that's not an area of expertise. And I'm starting to, I've been spending so many years helping my students and helping others. And meanwhile, I've been 
slowly when I've got any time, I've been creating my own books and I'm starting to sell those books to publishers. So I want to do a little less if I possibly can. So if I was if I were interested in in taking one or more of your courses, like can I go to childrensbookacademy.com and and just pay you like a monthly fee to get access to everything or do you just sell the courses individually? At this point we just do them individually. We might do that in the future. Um but right now I'm not set up for that. Maybe once we've got the teachable platform all set up it's the kind of thing you can do pretty easily on Teachable. It's not the kind of thing that you can set up easily on Weebly, though it might be, and I just don't know. Okay. Well, how's the how's the uh, a la carte course uh, option working for you? I mean, are you are you making you know a few sales a week, uh, a day? I mean, how how many new students do you get every so often? Well, we generally get anywhere from. 60 to 100 and something students from all over the world and per per what per course okay i I didn't know if you were going to say per day or what oh no 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 (laughs) i mean i i keep it a manageable amount so that i can give everyone a lot of individual attention uh we do have both live courses those are the sort of highly interactive courses and we also have instant access courses. So the chapter book course at the moment is instant access. So you just pay for that and you access the lessons and you do them in your own time and your own pace. The middle grade and the picture book writing or the, or the children's book illustrating course, those are all live and very, very interactive. And where is the majority of your traffic coming to, coming from to your site? Well, we get about uh, anywhere from sixty to 100,000 people per month. Wow. And we just have a really good reputation, you know, and it's really sad, but it really pays to be a workaholic in this culture. (laughs) Where if you just work really, really hard and you've just got to, you know, an open heart, wonderful things will happen. I mean, I'm also crazy qualified. You know, I have a PhD in education and cultural studies with a focus on children's books. Um, And I wrote a 370-page dissertation that I also illustrated (laughs) on children's literature. I've just been doing it a long time well, well Mira th- I mean that's uh, that that's awesome that you are so qualified and you work so hard and and you need to be tremendously commended for that and I'm sure that's a huge part of your success but unfortunately there are people out there like that that don't have 60 to 100,000 visitors to their website each month so there's there's got to be more to it than that you know you know what I mean like you've got credentials you've got the the motivation but there's there, is there more to it than that not that I know of. We don't advertise much and we need to do more of that. Um, I, you know, I don't know what to say, you know. Do you have any ideas? Well, if, I mean, if that's, if that's really all that you've done, then maybe, maybe that's all that it does take. And, and time and persistence as well, doing those things over the long haul because it's not like you just started this last year. 
Yeah. And as I said, I work really, really hard and I am getting a lot of support from former students. Um, as I said, I love my students. I did a, a webinar last year with a whole bunch of former students who are now published where they got to show off their work and help promote their work. And I do in the blog, I'll often um, do video reviews of my former students' work so people get to know about them. And um, I don't know. I, you know, I've worked really hard. I've worked way too hard. <laughs> Now I've compromised my health by working too hard. And as I said, I do want to have, you know, I want to have a, a point in my life where I stop working quite so hard. And I think now that I've got the street team, that's that's going to help. I mean, it's just beautiful. Um, we've got an illustration course coming up, and it's for people who are for complete beginners who are even scared of doing a stick figure um, to people who have won awards and it's just a really magical thing I'm co-teaching that with an art director at Horton Mifflin Harcourt which is a big publishing house um, and I'm bringing in oh, a whole bunch of um, editors and agents and art directors to look at their work and so we teach them all the stuff that they need to do to be successful and I think that's part of it is that we do have a pretty comprehensive approach and this is not just a job for me this this is a mission this is my life's work in helping bring wonderful children's books into the world that either bring a whole bunch of joy or help make the world a better place. We give a lot of scholarships away. We give a lot. Um, we give, you know, as I mentioned, we've got the Workinar. We do uh, free webinars. People that join our mailing list, they get all sorts of goodies for free, templates and special things. Um, having a mailing list is very important. And what else? Josh, so there's no th there's no question that you're you're passionate about this and clearly you're good at it as well. Um, so when you do get the idea for a new course and put it together, how do you how do you get the the word out that you've got this new course available? You mentioned the mailing list a second ago. Is that how you get the word out? Um, that's a big part of it. Um, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the social media channels social media channels are really important so you and just get the word out at as many places as possible and 60 yeah. to 150 people come and buy your new course yeah uh, not that many 100 you know i think the most we've ever had is 115 okay 15 yeah not 100 people i can't handle that <laughs> uh, like the course we just had we just finished a craft and business of writing children's picture books course and we had about 110 people and about 90 of them posted at their pictures for um, editors, and, uh, editors and agents to see. I went through and I edited every single one of those that needed it to help them be better. No one else on this planet is going to do that. <laughs> yeah. 
that's the type of thing you mean when you say you're a workaholic and, and you're, it sounds like you're really passionate about the success of the, the, the people that sign up for your courses. Well, I love my students. I mean, I genuinely love them. We, as I said, we go on this journey together and it takes a lot of courage and a lot of vulnerability to do this, not just for me, but the students, you know, they come and it's a dream. And our courses are, you know, for what you get, they're very, very, very reasonably priced, but they're not that cheap, you know. They're less than some, they're more than many, um, which is part of why we give scholarships. And I want people to leave with this feeling of, of, you know, wow, I really learnt a tremendous amount. And, in fact, we do have a money-back guarantee that if you don't learn a whole bunch, you get your money back. But you got to do the work. <laughs> well, I'm starting to get a pretty clear picture of why you wanted to make this jump from traditional education back in 2012 to more online and having it be your own school, basically, your own virtual academy. Uh, but one thing I wanted to come back to you that you mentioned very early in the conversation was you, you left because you wanted to teach in a more authentic and loving way, right? I have a lot of experience with online courses, but I don't have a lot of experience teaching like in the college environment. So, so can you tell me more specifically what you meant and why teaching the more traditional way is not authentic and loving? Well, for me and from where I was teaching, right. you know, it really depends where you are and who your community is where you are. Um, I, you know, I was in a place where I wasn't a good fit, you know, and, uh, you know, people that are more conservative um, tend not to respond to me as much as people who are more uh, heart-driven or more... Um, open to quirky and weird. <laughs> I love quirky and weird. Uh, I invite and welcome that. I'm a very um, feeling-based person and I like to think I make it safe for people in my courses to do that. You think of academia and academia is, first of all, you start off with this whole language that is both about being precise, but it's also about shutting people out. And that's not who I am or what I want to do. Um, I want to be as inclusive as possible. Um, I don't like grading rubrics because what that means if you are someone that really thinks out the, outside the box, you're not going to make that rubric you're not going to do well and I want to create an environment where everyone can excel, whether they can test or not. I mean, there's no grading. No one is ever in trouble. Um, you get to work at your own pace. You get to do things in your own way. Now, I might point out things that I think are not going to be helpful to you, um, but it's up to you. You know, we do these critiquing webinars each week in the course where we look at the students work and we critique it and I always say take what you like <clears throat> sorry take what you like and leave the rest 
So it's up to you. You know, I could, and I also make it really clear that there's a reason that J.K. Rowling got rejected some, you know, crazy amount of time before she was picked up. And it's a very subjective business. Everything is subjective. And so you've got to follow your own belief in yourself. But there are certain parameters that you do want to be aware of and then choose whether to break those or not. So for somebody that is in the position now that you were in, in, in back in 2012, when you just get this idea and you're, you're switching gears and you're, you're, ta- you're starting an online business, an online course, an online academy, what advice do you have for somebody like that? Oh, God. Um, give away a lot of stuff. Um, people love receiving gifts, give gifts. Uh, become expert in your field. I mean, one of the things that's frustrating to me right now is everyone and their dog is starting a children's book school. <laughs> people that have never been published people that don't really know what they're doing and, you know, they're selling their courses cheap and they're working hard. But I think you need to, you know, pay some dues first, you know, know what you're doing, Um, become an expert in your field, Uh, you know, (laughs) be generous, be kind. learn that you know i've given you a whole bunch of technology things here you know canva is great really easy weebly is great really easy infusionsoft great not easy (laughs) um (laughs) let's see i think you know i i don't know if i would have well, I started learning Photoshop a long time ago, so. Well, if you have can, can something like Canva replaces Photoshop for somebody who doesn't need to do too much? I need to do too much. And someone that's not as, um, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist in what I do. You probably gathered that. <laughs> so I want, good is not good enough, I, you know. I heard this great saying um, for people that are like me and it's like, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing good enough, (laughs) which is hilarious because we would never accept good enough. It has to be great. So if you're starting out, you know, learn from others, um, you know, take courses yourself, see how they do it. Get credentials of whatever kind you can. Um, Let's see. uh, I wish I had paid for help a lot sooner. Um, I think that's all I can think of right now. That's a lot of great advice, and I can second most of that. I appreciate you sharing that with the audience. Uh, Dr. Mira Reisberg, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. To, to close things out, if there's anything else you want to share with the audience and remind people where all they can find you online? Sure, just come on by childrensbookacademy.com. 
join our mailing list, get freebies, learn stuff. Um, we'll be having a free webinar coming up in August um, that should be pretty wonderful about um, making children's books in the 21st century, making and publishing. Um, you know, good luck. <laughs> what can I say? Good luck. I, um, I hope you, you know, I think it's really important to play with whatever you're doing, that if you can access that sort of childlike place part of yourself, it will just bring in so much more richness, unless you're doing like an accounting course or you're doing something that's very, very right-brained. I think that's right. People, Becky, is it right-brained or left-brained? People that are creative. Uh, right. Oh, okay. So unless you're doing something very left-brained, <laughs> right-brained people never know what side of the brain it is. <laughs> And I'm just, you know, I'm really grateful I did my PhD because that helped me train the left brain, left side of my brain. So I learned how to be a more organized and structural thinker rather than just the sort of lily pad leaper that I am um, instinctively as a, as a sort of super creative person. Jacques, you are really good at what you do. This was really a treat. It was, I had no idea what it was going to be like. It was really fun. Um, I hope you guys will join us over at the Children's Book Academy and explore that part of yourself. And if you're setting up courses yourself, make sure you know what you're doing so that you don't wreck your reputation from the beginning. <laughs> reputation is everything. It really is. Well, thank you for uh, for dropping so much knowledge on the podcast today, Mira. It's been a pleasure talking with you, and hopefully we can stay in touch. I would love that. Thank Take you, care. Chad. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode here. You can find all the detailed show notes at theonlinecourseguide.com slash 46. And don't forget to check out our sponsor for today's podcast. Get a 14-day free trial of Bonjoro at bonjoro.com slash Jacques. And if you're looking for the best training on creating your own profitable online course or taking your online course that just hasn't reached your goals yet and making it a wildly profitable online course, then I've got a free online workshop waiting for you at theonlinecourseguy.com. And stay tuned for the next episode. In episode 47, I talked to Yori Chisholm of bagpipelessons.com. And what's fascinating about Yori's story is that he actually started started that website back in 1999. So stay tuned for how he created a website way back then and started an online course way before anybody else was.